Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Week is almost over. The weekend is almost here. It is Father's Day weekend. Let me know in the comments section what you guys are doing for Father's Day weekend. I'm curious. Me and my son, we're going to go to SeaWorld and uh, hang out with Shamu, whatever the orca whales are called nowadays. Got him set up with a uh, behind-the-scenes tour where we're going to feed the orca and, and hang out with them a little bit. He's going to be over the moon. He's obsessed with orca whales lately. Um, so let me know what you're going to be doing over the Father's Day weekend. Love to know what you're going to do. Today's podcast is brought to you by Airmake Care Network. Airmake Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency. Do you live in a rural or suburban area? Do you spend a lot of time outdoors? Do you have a, a mountain home? If you do, you should really check out Airmake Care Network. For $85 for one year, you'll get entire coverage for your entire family. That's le- It's actually less if you're a senior citizen, less if you buy three or five years at a time. If you become an Airmake Care Network member and you are flown by an AMCN provider, you will not pay one cent for a medical flight. So make sure you go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card depending on what plan you purchase. Again, that's airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. So lots to get in. We're going to have Jake on in the second hour talking about more developments with the FBI, uh, or as, as we're calling it here, go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer, the Federal Bureau of Insurrections. Now that we know the FBI was on the ground, was planning instigating and committing the actual crimes that Joe Biden has now declared are a threat to our democracy, a direct attack to our democracy. We're going to be doing a deep dive into that in the second hour, and Jake will be on to talk about it. He has a little bit of a firsthand experience when it comes to being railroaded by law enforcement. So that'll be in the second hour. Go ahead, take down my screen, Mr. Producer. But in this first hour, we got to go over Joe Biden and his press conference and attacking CNN. Did you see that? It happened. He lost his cool and decided that he was going to attack CNN, CNN's reporter. She she dared to ask him a question. Didn't like that. I mean, this happens. I don't want to I don't want to be sounding like a broken record, but this happens from time to time. <laughs> you have dementia patients who get very frustrated that things don't go their way and uh and they snap so I want to I want to lead up to it and play a couple of the clips from Joe Biden's presser so you can see just how bad it was going in the lead up to that crazy snap against a CNN reporter. And then you'll see CNN didn't even bother to defend the reporter. They, 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 they accepted the apology and we're still gushing over Biden anyway. So let, let's go ahead and, and, and play. This. this is the first clip. This is uh, Biden admitting as he's going up to the podium that he's only allowed to talk and call from specific, specific reporters. Let's play cut number one. It's about a mutual self-interest. I'll take your questions. And as usual, folks, they gave me a list of the people I'm going to call on. So, uh, Jonathan, Associated Press. Thank you, sir. Uh, U.S. intelligence has said that Russia tried to interfere in the last two presidents. They gave him a list of who he's allowed to call from. Again, I will. I, I sound like a broken record, but I'll say it. Who is they? Because the last time I checked, he's the president of the United States. When he gets up there, he looks like a whipped dog, just completely subservient to whoever they is. I don't know who they is. I don't know who they are. But it's someone who, who has Joe Biden's balls in a vice or something, complete control over what the commander-in-chief does and says. Well, it didn't get much better after that. Let, let's go to this text bit. This is a, a flat-out lie. 
Joe Biden uses the podium on the world stage with the entire world watching to claim that Trump supporters murdered a police officer in the United States Capitol building. Let's play cut number two. Mr. President, when President Putin was questioned today about human rights, he said the reason why he's cracking down on opposition leaders um, is because he doesn't want something like January 6th to happen in Russia. And he also said that he doesn't want to see groups formed like Black Lives Matter. What's your response to that, please? <laughs> My response is kind of what I communicated. But I think that's a, uh, that's a ridiculous comparison. It's one thing for literally criminals to break through cordon, go into the Capitol, kill a police officer, and be held unaccountable. And it is for people objecting and marching on the Capitol and saying, you are not allowing me to speak freely. You are not allowing me to do A, B, C, or D. And so they're very different criteria. Um, Steve, Steve Holland, Reuters. President, uh, sorry, President Putin said, So you heard it. He just made a claim that has been proven false. No police officer was murdered at the United States Capitol. The only person who was murdered was Ashley Babbitt. Shot, she was unarmed, shot by a yet-to-be-named, and probably never will be named, federal officer. He's up there lying, just completely lying. Where are the fact-checkers? Where's Washington Post? Where's all of the fact-checkers who listened to every word Donald Trump said and fact-checked everything? Where are they? Notice how they're just... They're just gone. They're missing. Before we get into the rest of the clips, we're going to bring on Joe. Joe is able to call in briefly, wants to give us an update. He's out of town this week, but uh, welcome back to the show, Joe Oldman. How's it going? Going well. How are you doing? Pretty good. I like the scenery. I like the outdoors, a lot of greenery. Yeah, so it looks nice. here at the Health and Freedom Conference with uh, Clay Clark's Health and Freedom Conference. And we're over at the hotel that has uh, all the speakers. So we're, um, you know, it's a press day. So the press was kept as far away from the event as possible. They weren't allowed to come in, which I think is pretty funny, actually, that they have to be in a different hotel 10 miles away. Uh, But I kind of like it. That way they can't uh, misconstrue things. And if they do, it uh, doesn't affect the event. So I want to talk quickly, if I can, about what you just said about Biden and the difference between uh, how they killed a police officer We're talking about a man that is absolutely, uh, he's brain dead. We're dealing with a a blubbering idiot. And I'm sorry, you could say I feel sorry for him because they're using him as a puppet. But the reality of it is, is that both the left, the right, if you're an American, you look at him and he's an embarrassment to everything we are here in the United States and on the world stage. So it's, uh, I'm gonna be out for the next couple days. I'm gonna call in tomorrow. Hopefully I get a chance to call in tomorrow. And we've got a couple of really good uh, people that we're going to have on the show. One, Ian from um, uh, Atlas uh, Gym. Uh, he'll be on the show uh, sometime next week. And then we'll have some other people. Roger Stone will be on. And um, our Pastor Burns will be on. We, we have a bunch of people that we'll have on the show over the next week or so, meeting some amazing people out here. More importantly, we're starting to figure out that there's a lot of us that can stand together if we can just set aside our petty differences and stop fighting over trivial matters. So it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. So what are you there for? What's the conference all about? Well, the conference is about freedom. It's about health freedom. It's about freedom of the, the ability to stand as Americans. So you have everyone from uh, Kevin Jenkins will be speaking here, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, Roger Stone, uh, Pastor Burns will be there, um, Greg Locke. There'll, there'll be a ton of different speakers that'll be here um, over the next three days. I'm here till Friday, then I'm back on Saturday. And uh, uh, yeah, and then I'll be on this circuit. Here's another announcement you guys should probably know is that July 4th, I will be speaking at Mount Rushmore. So I will be there speaking uh, on the uh, Arise USA tour um, from Mount Rushmore. It should be pretty amazing. Packed house. Yeah, that, that that should be that should be fun. So, what are you thinking about? Did you you obviously have been um, out of pocket? You've been traveling. Have you been able to catch any of Joe Biden's? Um, uh, they're not even gaffes. This is what happens when someone with dementia is put on the world stage. Have you been able to watch any of his so-called diplomacy over the last couple of days? 
No, I mean, I ignore it. We're winning. And those are all just distractions. We're dealing with a massive number of distractions, hoping that something sticks. Nothing's sticking. Everyone is concentrating on the election integrity issue. I also have some revel revelations about the court case with Eric Coomer. They're going to come to light. They've been basically shopping judges. So they had a judge that was on the case. That judge left. We should have had been able to uh, uh, dismiss the case based on venue. That did not happen. Then it was uh, proper jurisdiction. That didn't happen. So another judge came in that had been on the bench for 20 years, and that judge uh, ruled in our favor that they couldn't just start start digging for information um, on discovery um, that were an anti-slap state. They have to show us where I lied, which I didn't lie about anything. I told the absolute truth. And so uh, now the new judge that came from the family circuit court came in and overturned the uh, ruling that was based on the facts of law, overruled that, and didn't name any laws or any support thereof of the laws, but gave the prosecution another bite at the apple. This is what I talk about when I talk about the fact that we have we have advocates and, and activists that are judges. They are not judges. They don't care about the rule of law. They ruin people's lives indiscriminately, and they act like they rule over us as people. So we've got some revelations coming out about Moses, who's the judge. Um, we did a, a deep dive into um, into her. Uh, to make sure that we understood what we were saying is to be absolutely factual. So that will actually come out over the next couple of days. The next thing that that, that uh, I've been working on on the election integrity side is what's happening in Maricopa County, what is happening in Antrim County, what is happening in Fulton County, what is happening all over the country. Now you're hearing it out of Georgia that they can't actually reconcile anything in Georgia, that they don't have those records. So the, the, the dominoes are falling, and it's, it's kind of like the, you know, uh, Ian um, said it, you know, probably the best. And he goes, look, it's like the Battle of the Bulge, where the, you know, Germany attacked the Allied forces, and they thought they were going to break, but they had exhausted all of their effort. And then the, the Allied forces collapsed down on the German military. So that's what we're facing today. We're facing a massive amount of, uh, you're seeing the stamina of people who are patriots, they're Americans, they're standing up, and we're starting to stand together. And, and the reason why these conferences are so effective is because they bring people together to understand that they're not crazy, that what they're feeling is is truth. And we're gonna, we need to restore truth back to our communities. And that's the thing that we're missing. So that's that's where I've been. I've basically been all over the uh, um, country. You know, I was down in Texas. Um, now I'm in Tampa. I leave here and I go to uh, Missouri. And uh, yeah, we're gonna continue to fight this fight. But I'll be back for a couple of days and then back on the road again. So uh, I will tell you that um, if you get a chance to check out Clay Clark's deal, it's going to be amazing. Um, he's in, I think, Anaheim. I'll be speaking in Anaheim. We also have the tour that we're doing for the One Voice uh, United to Save America. Um, that tour starts in July in Washington County, um, mm -hmm. Utah. We did not have it in Colorado first. Max will be flying around doing these as well. So you're going to see a lot of... of uh, uh, remote um, podcasts happening when, when all those events are happening. And then we have events happening in August, two events in August, one in Dallas. Um, we have uh, one in Denver going into September. So we're going to continue to push hard and push truth. And we're going to have a bunch of really amazing people that will be speaking at those as well. Well, before we, we let you go, because I know you got a bunch of stuff going on today at the conference. Um, what do you think about we, 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 we're going to be talking about it in the second hour, but what do you think about the FBI infiltration? The idea that January 6th, what we now are being told through reports was that January 6th was at least in part planned, instigated, and the violence committed by people who were either FBI agents or FBI um, informants, right, on the payroll. What, what, do you, what do you think about that revelation? Well, all right. I want everybody to hold on to their hat, hit the share button. Like I'm not there, but you got to support the podcast when I'm not there. And yeah, I know I've been out for a week, but you got to you got to continue to support and push out this truth. But I'm going to I'm going to give you a couple things. Number 1, why are you surprised? Why why is anybody surprised? Why are you surprised what the FBI is doing? They've been compromised since the beginning. So you can't be surprised about what the FBI is doing because the FBI has always acted like the FBI. They've always added that acted that way. The, the other part is is that they do decision tree analysis. They're, they're doing decision tree, if then, if this happens, do this. They're always going four or five steps ahead. So most people are like, hey, they can't be doing that. This can't be true. 
The FBI would never do that. They do this all the time. They're, they are a completely compromised organization within the government that is unchecked by any accountability. So it's not surprising to me. But what's, what's more surprising is that more people aren't up in arms about this, just recognizing how corrupt and how evil our government has become. It's disgusting. Brandon Straka can't even speak out because they said that he incited an insurrection by telling people to walk away from the Democrat Party. How dare he? Right? You got a 45-year-old guy that, was, that broke the news of the Clinton-Lynch meeting on the tarmac. Oh, he happened to just suicide himself. Everyone connected to Clinton suicides themselves. We are dealing with a massive amounts of evil, massive amount of evil. And we have to continue to speak truth. We have to continue to stand up. But, but the revelation is there. Everything that we say is ha would happen has happened. That's why it's so important when I talk about the left being this, as they're trash. They're absolute trash. By the way, um, if, if you want to follow what's happening out here, you can go to, I think we're putting up on Telegram, Conservative Daily. But on Telegram, you can go to at the left or liars and find me on there or at Joe Oltman on Telegram as well. But the, the thing that I want people to understand is that we talked about Fauci. Emails came out. Fauci told his, someone in his family, take hydroxychloroquine, right? Well, at the same time at a press conference, he said hydroxychloroquine won't save you. He's a murderer. He's a guy that's responsible for 600,000 deaths in our country. And everything that the left represents as far as pedophilia and rapists and closet racists. And you could say, oh, Joe, come on. You can't call Democrats that. I can because you're either complicit in the behavior and say that you're a good person or you're you're participating in the behavior. And, and that's the thing that there, there is a correlation between those two. One enables the other. It's like a bad parent that enables her kid to go and get get pissed drunk and, and not take care of themselves or do drugs. Right. You can become an enabler. And if you're a Democrat and you're still standing next to these clowns, then you're just as much to blame as they are. So, look, I, I don't I, I don't think there's any question that that every part of our society is compromised. The judiciary is compromised. You know, the fact that the Supreme Court wouldn't hear the uh, election until afterwards. And Clarence Thomas, the only black justice on the Supreme Court, came out and said, this is an abomination. What are you talking about? It's moot. We have a constitutional crisis. He was the only one to stand against it. So it's really funny that the left comes out and says all these things. Seth Abramson wrote that hit piece on me a couple days ago. It, it, it is, we just got to call them liars at every point. Every time that they lie, we got to call them what they are. They're liars. And we are breaking down what they're able to do in our, in our community. We're breaking it down. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, before we let you go, you did say trash. So even though you said it remotely, it still happens. So go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Today's synonym for trash is... Bosch, Bosch, language, behavior, or ideas yep. that are absurd and contrary to good sense. Hashtag the left are Bosch. Yeah, so, so listen, I want to, I, 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 I finally went back on Instagram and put up an Instagram deal so I can start putting stuff there. Um, I put stuff out on Facebook. I want to be able to push things out as it relates to the, the lawsuit specifically. I'm a terrible guy when it comes to asking for help. Um, but we're, you know, we're a, we're a good hundred grand into this deal. And so any help that you can give us on the election stuff would be great. Um, you know, it, it uh, I, I want the message to get out there. I want all the things that we're doing to get out there. And so that means that you, if you can follow us, if you can share it, if you share the things that I'm doing, moving around the country, I'd appreciate it. Um, and you can find me on all of those at Joe Oltman. And obviously Max will have at conservative daily up on telegram here uh, soon. I know in the second hour you have uh, um, Jake coming on. So Jake's got a lot to share. The leftists are going crazy over the fact that he's joined uh, in some capacity to what we're doing um, at Conservative Daily and the work we're doing against Antifa and these radical leftists. Um, so give him some support and, and be patient because it's, it's, it's uh, you know, I've had him step out. He's an introvert. He's much more introverted than I am. So having him step out has been um, a rather interesting uh, journey for him as well. Yeah. Well, Joe, we'll let you get back to the conference. Uh, I hope it goes well. And, uh, and let us know uh, if you meet any new cool people and, and definitely try and get more people wrangled on to the show next week. That'd be great. Yeah. Look, there's so many amazing people here that are all standing up for freedom. They're all standing up. These are patriots, men, women. It's unbelievable the amount of sacrifice they're willing to make. And I don't know if you actually heard this, but uh, if, you, if you bank with Wells Fargo, you need to go close your account and tell them the reason why you're closing your account is because they cut off Laura. I don't know if you saw that, Max. Did you see the fact that? Yeah. That, uh, 
So yeah, she ran for Congress. They, they cut her off at Wells Fargo, sent her a check. They stranded her in, in uh, Florida. Actually, I don't really understand that part because I have a credit card. I don't know how you cut off a credit card, but maybe you do. Uh, but we, we have to start talking with our wallets. Boycott, 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 boycott. And, um, you know, if you if you bank with Wells Fargo, you need to you need to reconsider what you're doing with Wells Fargo. You need to reconsider it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joe, th- thanks for calling in. Do appreciate it. And, and let us know how the rest of the conference goes. OK. All right. God bless. God bless you all. Take care. All right. See ya. So that is a, a call in from Joe. He is um, at that conference meeting a lot of really cool people. Um, we're going to swing back into this, into the Joe Biden press conference, because there was a lot of real craziness that the media doesn't, (laughs) if Donald Trump did any of these things, the media would be all over them. If Donald Trump treated CNN this way, which he did, he treated them that bad a number of times. And every time they went hard against him, if Donald Trump had done any of these things, it would be nationwide news. It would be a scandal of epic proportions, according to the mainstream media. Um, but it isn't. So this, this is a clip. Well, let's play this. Um, let, let's play this twice, Mr. Producer. Let it play twice. This is Joe Biden being asked about previous comments that he made saying that Vladimir Putin didn't have a soul. And I want to watch you to watch it. We're going to play this tw- twice. This is how he responded to a question. Let's go ahead and play cut number zero. You famously told him he didn't have a soul. Do you now have a deeper understanding of him after this meeting? Thank you very much. You famously told him he didn't have a soul. Do you now have a deeper understanding of him after this meeting? Thank you very much. Yeah, so that's not that's <laughs> not sorry. an edit. I'm sorry. Did he just that's really put his sunglasses on? No. Like I'm too cool for this moment. <laughs> he put his sunglasses on. He's too cool to answer a very legitimate, fair question, and he just walked away. Uh if Donald Trump did that, he'd be blasted for it. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of blasted, if you haven't already, you need to check out our sponsor of this episode. We the people holsters. We the people holsters start just at $40, $40 for a holster made in America. They're custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of different options and configurations to choose from for all different kinds of guns, right-handed and left-handed. Plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with Realtree camouflage. Now, while you're there, make sure you check out their complete line of patriotic t-shirts and new EDC tactical gun belt, all of which is manufactured 100% in the United States. And you'd be making a huge mistake if you didn't pick up some of their bacon jerky too. Yeah, you heard that right. Bacon jerky. And the great thing about this company is if they get something wrong or you don't like the way something fits, send it back and they'll replace it. That's that's a made in America guarantee. So why don't you go over there and show your support for our show and this great American company by going to www.wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD. And if you use promo code CD10, Charlie Delta one zero, you'll get ten dollars off, not ten percent, ten dollars. So you buy a holster for 40 bucks. Use our promo code CD10. It's 30 bucks. As I've shown on the show, they make great holsters. Super nice to look at. Very smooth draw. I highly recommend it. And I would not recommend it if I hadn't had a chance to try it first. So again, go to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD and use promo code CD10 to get $10 off your order. Okay, we got more Biden. We played this yesterday, but I want to play it again. You know it's bad. You know Biden's brain has turned to applesauce. You know it's turned to applesauce when he's getting up there to talk about Vladimir Putin and he refers to, he almost, I don't want to get fact-checked. He starts referring to Putin as Trump and then catches himself. Let's play this. This is cut number three. I caught part of President uh, uh, Putin's uh, uh, press conference. <laughs> you see that? He almost, he started saying Trump, caught himself. What a Freudian slip moment and then there's another moment which which he says was a joke but it's something you really don't joke about especially when you have bilateral meetings with another nuclear superpower that already doesn't trust us right there have been lots of points in our history where fingers have been right near the button 
ready to launch nuclear missiles. You don't play games with that relationship. And yet Joe Biden drops a joke about invading Russia. When there's translations at play here, you shouldn't make these kinds of jokes. Let's play cut four. Let's not abide by international norms. And yet you need those international norms to be somehow managed so that you can participate in the benefits that flow from them. It hurts you. That's not a satisfying answer. Biden said he'd invade Russia. You know, it's not, you know. By the way, that was a joke. That's not true. But my generic point is it is it is is more yeah, you complicated don't make that joke. Than that. You don't make that joke. When when that's being translated, you don't even run the risk of the translator missing the fact that that was a quotation, that was a joke. You don't do that. You don't make that, you don't leave that open to interpretation at all. Because you know that Vladimir Putin's, and we're not going to play Vladimir Putin's answers to his questions, but he goes on for five minutes. And yeah, sure, he's speaking Russian, but he's not like President Applesauce over here. He's actually able to get out of coherent thought. And as, as you'd see, if you watch it, we're not going to play it, but you can watch it. Every question he gets about why do you mistreat protesters this way. He talks about Ashley Babbitt, the woman who was shot and killed in the Capitol. He talks about Black Lives Matter being allowed to burn down cities in America and how his government doesn't want to let political protests reach that point. It's just very obvious that that Biden got outfoxed in this. But the good news is, go ahead, put up image number one. The good news is that Joe Biden gave him a gift. He gave them custom aviator sunglasses to Vladimir Putin. Now, that's real. That's a real that's a real headline. Joe Biden gave him some of those sunglasses, the very same sunglasses that he used to get away from a question about Putin. I, I think he also gave him some kind of glass figurine. Very strange, a, a crystal bi a bison sculpture. Whoever's in charge of the gifts at the Biden White House, a very strange combination. But hey, it, it is what it is. Now I want to get to the actual clip that, that we want to talk about. This is Biden receiving a question from a CNN reporter. And I want you to see how he snaps. Because yeah, sure, everyone snaps. I'm sure it's been a stressful day for Biden. It's not easy to, to have Vladimir Putin run laps around you in a bilateral meeting. It's not easy to have your dementia just come out for the entire world to see. It's not easy. But Biden snaps at a CNN reporter asking a very, very fair question question. Let's play cut number five. I am I'm not going to walk away on this. Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah, I'm not confident change his behavior. What the hell? What do you do all the time? So when did I say I was confident? You I said, said in the next six I months said, to what I said was, let's get it straight. I said what will change their behavior is that the rest of the world reacts to them and it diminishes their standing in the world. I'm not confident of anything. Just stating the fact. But given his past behavior has not changed, and in that press conference after sitting down with you for I several cut. hours, he did not That snap. What the hell do you do? Who are you to ask that kind of question? You don't expect to get that from the president of the United States. It's a fair question because he has going into this bilateral meeting, he has talked about different metrics of how you'd be able to prove if Vladimir P Putin is true to his word and committed to certain changes. He's talked about that. So the reporter asks, asks him, how do you know he, he will be true? It's, it's almost like a setup question, like, a, like offering him a layup to go back over the different metrics he's talked about. And he just snaps at her. He completely snaps at her. Like, what the hell do you do all day? Well, she's been following your ass around, for one. And then she asked very simple questions and your applesauce brain can't handle it. Well, <laughs> CNN initially, very initially took offense with this. CNN very initially took offense to this confrontation. And you'll see that they speak the unspoken truth about how Biden's handlers don't want him to answer any questions. Let's play cut six. Before getting on a plane, as you know, all of the really images and the narrative from this summit is set. He wanted to take that off the table. But we have seen uh, President Biden do that frequently. What we've not seen him do is answer questions uh, like that without his aides screaming at him to stop. I have never seen a president covering the last four of them who is so protected by his aides in terms of uh, often not wanting him to answer some questions. Yeah, well, we've never seen a dementia patient try and run the world. So, yeah, I mean, 
they're not jumping in to stop the questions because they're overly confident he'll be able to answer them, right? They're, they're jumping in to stop the questions for the exact opposite. Now, that, that man there, who's actually, that's probably the harshest that CNN has been against Biden this entire trip, which again, that's still kick gloves. His name is Jeff Zelaney. And if he looks familiar, he was the reporter who asked Joe Biden this question a couple of days ago and got Joe Biden respond by laughing at him. Let's play this clip, cut seven. In a weekend interview, Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue the trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you believe if he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify, what do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> to answer the first question, <laughs> I'm laughing too. They actually, I... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that... Uh, uh, it's not frozen, this is him just thinking. The answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look. All right, cut it. Put him um, out of his misery. Yeah, playing again, that was not a lag. That was not the screen freezing. That was Joe Biden for nine to 10 seconds standing there in complete silence. So that, that I want to play that again. We played it yesterday, but I want to play it again because the reporter asking the question was Jeff Zelensky, which you just watched him be the only person on CNN to even be remotely negative to Biden. If Donald Trump had gotten up, if this had been Donald Trump and Jeff Zelensky had asked Donald Trump a very simple question, is, is Vladimir Putin a killer? And he laughed uncomfortably and then had a brain freeze for nine to 10 seconds. You know that would be the lead story on CNN. Donald Trump suffers cranial event, right? They, they bring in all the medical experts explaining what it means when someone just completely craps out and stares into space for 10 seconds, forgetting that they're in the middle of asking a question. They bring all the experts, right? They bring the the mental health experts, the psychiatrists, they bring in um, <laughs> surgeons, brain surgeons, all to, all to just give explanations for what could have possibly just been seen. But with Jeff Zelensky getting that complete like crap show of a question, he then proceeds to still toe the party line. And even when he's critical of Biden, he's still not all that critical. Well, <laughs> eventually... Well, let's look at this. This is the reporter from CNN that Joe Biden snapped at. Yeah. So he snaps at the female reporter, says, who who the hell or what the hell do you do all day? Who do you think you are asking these kind of questions? I want you to see how that reporter responded to being completely made to look like a fool on the international stage. I want you to see how she was still bending over and bowing to the Biden administration. Here's cut eight. unusual for the president actually to walk back and speak to that press pool. In this particular case, he decided to do so and he spent some quality time uh, trying, in his words, to clean quality up time. something that happened. He wanted to <laughs> apologize uh, for what he said at the end of the news conference as he was leaving. And our own Caitlin Collins was asking him some questions. Uh, let me bring Caitlin in. Uh, set the scene for us, Caitlin, because uh, I want to play for our viewers what the president said to the Air Force One press pool. Uh, and he made that gesture to go back and speak and answer reporters' questions. What you asked him, what he said to you at the time, he said, uh, he suggested when he walked back, he said he wanted to apologize for being a wise guy. 
That's right, Wolf. And that was because of the question interaction that happened there at the end of the press conference. Myself and several reporters were questioning the president about this major summit that happened today with the Russian leader. My question was, what makes him confident that Biden or that, excuse me, that Putin could potentially change his behavior in the next three to six months, which was repeatedly a metric that he had cited when talking about how to really measure the success coming out of this summit when it comes to cybersecurity, when it comes to human rights, all of the issues that he talked about with President Putin today, several that he said he raised with him. And at the end, he grew incredibly frustrated and irritated with that questioning. He said he is not confident that Putin will change his behavior. Of course, you would believe he's confident given he did hold a summit with Putin to talk about these issues because the White House said they wanted to get a good indicator of where the U.S. relationship. That's what it looks like when a reporter gets crapped on by the president of the United States he says, who the hell, what the hell do you do all day? Who do you think you are? Ask that kind of question. What a stupid question. She's getting crapped on and she's on television now, just acting like it didn't happen. Acting like it didn't even happen. Well, that's because Joe Biden apologized. Joe Biden said he was sorry. He said he was sorry for acting like a wise guy. Yeah, that's apparently how apologies work in the age of Biden. Let's play a brief clip of the apology let's play cut nine i owe my last question an apology i shouldn't have i shouldn't have been such a wise guy with the last answer i gave anyway thanks for being here and uh most of you've been here the whole route uh i really do think i kind of not me that's the apology i'm sorry for being such a wise guy not i'm sorry for for belittling a female reporter. Remember, he's the guy who said that anyone who was mean to anyone in his administration would be immediately fired. And that's how he jumps <laughs> jumps at that reporter. Well, this is, this is that reporter commenting on the apology. And she says an apology wasn't even necessary. Let's play cut 10. I owe my last question an apology. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been such a wise guy with the last answer I gave. Anyway, thanks for being here. And I owe my... So, Wolf, there he is apologizing for the way he responded to my question. That is completely unnecessary from the president. He did not have to apologize, though I do appreciate that he did there in front of the other reporters as he was about to get on Air Force One to go back to Washington. Oh, it's completely unnecessary. When Donald Trump is in office, if he so much as looks at a reporter the wrong way, major scandal. Joe Biden on a foreign trip undresses, not physically, it's a kid's show, but with his language, undresses her, makes her feel worthless, and she still gets up there, toes the party line, and says it was completely unnecessary. Didn't even need to apologize. He did nothing wrong. It's insanity. Is anyone, does anyone else think that this is insanity? I mean, it's so obvious. Here's how CNN covered the handshake. Just the handshake. Watch them gush over the handshake. Let's play cut 11. How will you pressure Putin today? Will you find common ground? All right, so there you have it. Uh, Reporters shouting questions, but uh, we did see a handshake, uh, a pretty significant handshake, Clarissa, from these two leaders, the Russian president, the U.S. president, uh, the opening statement from the uh, Swiss president uh, translated into Russian and then English. Yes, welcome to the city of peace, he said, and wishing fruitful conversations, not just for your countries, Uh, but for the entire world. And I think that's part of what's important to remember here. If you remember when Donald Trump did had his event uh, in North Korea, CNN did not say, what a historic handshake. They criticized him. Said, oh, he, they are, he, is, he is empowering. He is giving North Korea legitimacy. How dare he, right? Every time Donald Trump did anything, he never heard them say, what a historic handshake. But <laughs> I guess when the guy's brain is mush and his mouth's full of marbles, the only thing you can really, uh, you can really endorse is 
the handshake. But I'll tell you what we can endorse here on the show is Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency that's being flown by helicopter to a hospital. If you've ever had to take an ambulance drive, you know how expensive that can be. And insurance, health insurance will not cover it. Well, they also won't cover a helicopter. And you'd be surprised just how many people need to be airlifted. You don't have to just be in the middle of nowhere. You don't have to be in a rural area. A lot of times in the suburbs and even in, in urban areas, people do get airlifted um, either to a hospital or from hospital to hospital. And that can cost a lot of money, 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000, depending on where in the country you live. You, but you don't have to worry about it. If you join up with Air Med Care Network for just $85 for one year, less if you're a senior citizen, less by year if you buy three or five years at a time, you'll be covered. And should you, and as long as you're flown by an AMCN provider, you will not pay one cent for that medical transportation flight. So make sure you go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. You'll get up to $50 back. Depending on what plan you buy, it's up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and then use promo code daily to get the cash, the promo code, the, the sorry, the, 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 the money back. So Joe Biden's a mess. And I, I have a couple more clips of CNN of them gushing all over him. I don't want to play it. Instead, what I want to do is I want to spend the last bit of this first hour talking about something we saw on a different network, on CBS. We saw John Stewart. Do you, do you all see this? John Stewart was on Stephen Colbert's late night show. And John Stewart decided to bring a little bit of truth with him, much to the angst and disapproval of Stephen Colbert. Namely, John Stewart went up there and said what we've all known for a long time, that the Wuhan coronavirus likely leaked from the Wuhan coronavirus lab. So I want to play this. We're going to cut it up because if I play the whole thing in its entirety, we will get hit with a copyright strike. So we're going to play a little bits. I'll jump in, comment, and then we'll play the rest. Um, and we did have to mirror switch this, just extra level of security so the auto copyright detectors don't get us. So let's play this. If you haven't seen this yet, you're going to want to watch this. This is cut 18. Let's go. So I will say this. I, I, and I honestly mean this. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so yeah, it, that's classic John Stewart delivery, which yeah, obviously he's on the left, but anyone who's watched his show over the years, it's been off the air for a while. He was at least, he would at least call Democrats out when they were crazy too. Classic John Stewart delivery. And you listen to the laughing in the audience. What they're laughing at is what we were told was a conspiracy theory a month and a half ago. And if you said it on air, you'd be completely canceled. You'd be literally canceled. If you were a medical professional and you said it, you'd have your, your funding, your grants revoked. It, it's insane. And just as a as a brief, as a brief um, aside, we're seeing this. This is this is now coming from NBC. Go ahead, put up my screen. Disclosed TV on Twitter posted this. Just in, scientists did not come forward sooner to back the Wuhan lab theory because, quote, at the time it was scarier to be associated with Trump and to become a tool for racists. So people didn't want to publicly call for an investigation into lab origins. End quote. That's from NBC. So the reason that they're comfortable now is that they don't want, they can say it without being linked to Trump because that would be apparently becoming a tool for racists. It's okay if people die. It's okay if China's given a year to cover up the evidence as long as the experts aren't made to look like a Trump stooge. It's not science, folks. I mean, they, they said follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. If there's any evidence, if you've been waiting for the evidence to, to see that the science has been infected by politics, this should be it. But I want to keep playing this because John Stewart delivers this in a way that is classic John Stewart. And you listen to the audience laughing, right? That would not be allowed a month and a half ago. Let's go back and keep playing that clip. So, and that's kind of, hold on one second. No, 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 listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I wouldn't I'm, do that. To you. I wouldn't for, do that to you. I'm so what, what do you? Takes, but what do you? What, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so this was perhaps this, this, there was a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A chance? 
Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I just don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no. So it's funny. It's funny. And that's what's been missing from late night, from late night com- uh, comedy. The ability to look at a situation where it's, it's funny. Like, oh, how did it start? Oh, a pangolin kissed a turtle. It's funny. It makes everyone laugh. And it, it shows how ridiculous the theory was. But that wouldn't be allowed. And, and you hear Stephen Colbert say, I'd love to see the evidence. The evidence is all around us. And also the evidence doesn't likely doesn't exist anymore because we've given them a year to cover it up and destroy it and kill people, disappear people who, who would dare go on the record against it. Let's, let's keep playing this clip. I, you, you, the wait, name wait. of your lap, if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait okay, a second. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a what second. about this? What about this? Here's here, here the best Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my God. Here comes the Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. So (laughs) I wanted to play that because, one, it's completely spot on. And he can do that because he can't be canceled anymore. He's just going around doing his thing. He doesn't have a show where he can be canceled anymore. And you see that Jon Stewart takes up a a number of different causes, right? He's been fighting for 9-11 first responders to make sure they get the medical care that they need. Um, Going up against Democrats and Republicans, he's taken on a lot of issues since leaving his show, so he can't be canceled. You can tell the, the real unease from Stephen Colbert. (laughs) <laughs> but what this, uh, what I love about this clip is this clip shows that when you look at Stephen Colbert, he got everything he everything he knows he owes to John Stewart, right? But John Stewart didn't teach Colbert everything he knows, right? There's still things that that Stewart has that Colbert <laughs> has no idea what's going on about. I think there's a little bit more. So if there is, let, let's play the little bit more and uh, and 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 laugh at it. That could be. That that could By be. The way, Let me... I gave them all tuberculosis. Just yes. That could that could very well be. And Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins and NIH have said like it should definitely be investigated. Don't stop with the logic and people and things. The no, name of the disease. Wait a second. Wait a second. The building. Wait a second. But I, I, it could be possible. You could be right. It could be possible that they have the lab in Wuhan to study the novel coronavirus diseases because in Wuhan there are a lot of novel coronavirus diseases because of the bat population sure, no, there. I understand. It's, it's like the same. It's like, a wait local a specialty, and it's the only place to find bats. You won't find bats no, anywhere like else. Saying oh, why? wait. Austin, Texas has thousands of them that fly out of a cave every night. <laughs> every night at dusk. Is there a, a coronavirus, an Austin coronavirus? No, it doesn't seem to be an Austin coronavirus. <laughs> the only coronavirus we have is in Wuhan. Yes. Where they have a lab called, what's the lab called again, Stephen? The Wuhan Novel Coronavirus Lab. I believe that's uh-huh. the case. And now, how long have you worked for Senator Ron Johnson? Let me tell you something. Yeah, there's the day. Let me tell you something about Ron Johnson. This is not a conspiracy. Here's it, the thing it, about science. You can't be right. Here's... So there's the dig. He has to get the dig 
in at the end because he he's speaking too much truth. Can't dare let John Stewart keep going. But he's absolutely right. I I anyone who's been to Austin, been to the the bridge where all the bats come out. I mean, John Stewart like sold it a little short. It's not thousands of bats. You're talking about tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of bats that live under this bridge and leave every day, every night. And they fly over you and they poop on you and they spit on you and they drool on you. If you're sitting under the bridge, you're getting pooped and spit and drooled on. And there's no novel coronavirus outbreak in Austin. So the whole notion that, oh, well, of course, this is a Wuhan coronavirus because that's where all the coronaviruses are. There's plenty of places around the world where they have large bat colonies and you're not seeing an emergence of pandemic level coronaviruses jumping species to species. I mean, it's, it's common sense stuff. You were not allowed to talk about this a month and a half ago. If John Stewart had tried to do this a month and a half ago, he would have been shut down. They would have probably gone to commercial and for fear of just being canceled and fact-checked and lose all their social media accounts. It just goes to show how ridiculous this entire thing has been with controlling thought, controlling what you're allowed to say, controlling what you're allowed to think and, and, and hypothesize. And I can't get over this, this quote from NBC today that scientists didn't come forward sooner about the Wuhan lab leak suspicions because they didn't want to help Trump or be connected with Trump. So they were okay with people dying. They were okay with the evidence being destroyed. They were okay with a false narrative gaining, gaining, gaining ground. And they were okay with the people who were right being ostracized, being canceled, losing their websites, their social media sites, their businesses. They're okay with that because it helps them. It doesn't make them look like Trump supporters. That's not science, people. That's, that's politics. That's politics in a lab coat. Sure as hell isn't science. So on the other side of the break, we're going to bring on Jake and we're going to talk about the latest news we're getting from about the FBI, the FBI infiltration in the January 6th so-called insurrection. We can put up the screen again, Mr. Producer. We're calling it now FBI, the Federal Bureau of Insurrections, because we now know that there were FBI either um, informants or actual employees FBI agents on the ground doing the planning, doing the instigating, and actually committing the crimes. There are FBI agents who committed crimes in the Capitol and are not being charged because the government doesn't want to go after them. The government wants to go after all of us. And this whole scheme is now being used by the Biden administration to label radical conservatives as the most dangerous threat to the United States. So we'll get Jake's take on this on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 